Good morning, everyone. Pray that you're well. Pray that you are good. Um, what a lovely morning we've had um, this morning. Just a, a great time of worship and a, a, a great time in communion as well. Um, you know, communion is a, is a real, it's an act of faith. It's more than just us kind of taking symbolic ribena and um, whatever bread you have um, lying around. I don't know about you, but sometimes if we've run out of bread, we're scrambling. Um, so it can be croissant, it can be anything. <laughs> but it's more than just those sim symbolizations or those symbolic things. It's a real act of faith and you know I've been sharing over the last few occasions that I've been um, ministering just on the faith continuum and um, it seems like faith has been a, a real keen and um, um, continued theme um, for us as a as a church in Medway um, as John Mark last week shared on faith and um, Pastor Mecca a few weeks ago also shared on faith and when Pastor Joe came the week before, um, before Refresh also shared on faith. Um, I must admit this week, and I, I, I looked through the week and I was searching and I wasn't quite sure how to um, continue in the context of um, the faith continuum. But I felt the Lord wanted us to do something a little bit different. Um, so we're going to do something, <laughs> we're, going to, we're going to try something a little bit different today, okay, um, it's still on the aspects of faith and, and I really feel God um, wanted me to finish this aspect of the teaching, so please bear with us, okay, bear with me, um, but I want us to, I want to do something slightly different, I want us to do something a little more practical, okay, so we're going to be sharing and talking together, all right, so I, I, I am going to ask everyone at, um, at a point to switch on their cameras, um, okay? Um, now, this isn't a forced thing. You don't have to switch on your camera, but it will really make this part of, of the teaching and the sharing um, um, much more um, together, okay? So we're going to go into... Um, different um, breakout rooms. Okay, so um, I've asked John Mark to set up five breakout rooms. Now, um, I don't know how many of us are on today. Let's have a look. So there's, there's 24 cameras on, which is great. Okay, so we're going to randomly put people into breakout rooms. And I've got a few questions. Well, I've got one question for each group. And I want you guys to discuss and I want you guys to share um, just a few different things. Now, as I was thinking about today and as, as I was pondering on what I felt the Lord wanted us um, to, to share and, and think about, and, and, and the, the story of Joseph um, and, and the journey, Joseph's faith journey, when we look at it, was absolutely phenomenal. There's, there's many kind of aspects through the Bible where you can see real aspects of faith. You, you can see Job, um, you've got Abraham, um, you know, there's there's real testers and journeys of faith for many people. But for me, this week, the Lord really drew my eyes and my heart towards Joseph. Um, 
Joseph's journey and Joseph's story has so many facets to it, so many aspects to it, but the whole essence of it all was about this young man going through this journey, knowing that God had something greater for him. And not only did he, did he take each step with honour, um, knowing that God was going to always be there, he didn't underestimate, he didn't defile, he didn't let God down at any part of those journeys. Um, and it was the outside forces that really tried to scarper the plan which actually stemmed from Abraham um, and, was, um, and, and was being fulfilled through the journey of Joseph um, in his story. So what I want us to do, um, if you could get yourself ready. Um, John Mark, I don't know if you are, are ready. Um, if, I don't, I'm not sure if you're there. If you could just put your camera on, John Mark, so that I, I know where you are and... Um, if you're ready for us to go, that will be fantastic. So what we're going to do, we're going to randomly put people into groups. And then I'm going to hopefully be able to come into each group and give you a question. Um, and I want you to discuss. So I want you to, I want one person in that group to be, to be able to feedback at the end. Okay. Um, and I want people to share not only aspects of the question um, and discuss it, but also give aspects of their faith journey as well. So maybe two or three people will be able to share just what they feel in the context of the question that they get, how their faith journey has been, okay? So it's really important that you're able to be around the camera, that your microphone is on, um, and possibly having a pen and a paper as well. Okay, so um, John Mark, if you are there, um, if you could please um, put everybody into breakout rooms and then we'll think. Now, guys, please remember, um, bear with us if it, it's, it's something we haven't been fully able to test, um, but I'm sure we will enjoy the experience. And now I'm sure I'm sure I've put some people on the spot today. But I thought we would do something different, and I just felt the Lord leading us down this road. So, yeah, John Mark, when you're ready, if you could activate and put people into um, the groups, that would be fantastic. We're going to have 20 minutes, okay, just to talk and to share, and then um, you'll see a countdown clock, and then it will count you back into the session, okay? All right, John Mark, when you're ready. No. You guys have your cameras on as well. Oh. Hello. Hello. And if, and if you put it on the grid one so we can see everyone. So if you put it on the switch to gallery view. Uh, okay, let me switch you to gallery view. There we go. Okay. Anyone else? Ayala, are you able to come on camera? You all know my face. <laughs> That's fine. We don't mind you with your face mask. <laughs> Alina, are you able to put your camera on? And your and your mic? My camera is on. 
Okay. <laughs> Lynette, are you able to put your mic on? Are you yeah, my mic, my camera. Yeah, my camera's on now. Excellent. I said, I said to um, Alia that we don't mind seeing her with her mask on. <laughs> <laughs> like in the mask, Ayola. <laughs> Guys, I missed the question that we're supposed to have been discussing about faith. That popped out. I don't think Olu's come in yet. He said he's going to pop in and then he'll give us our question. So he hasn't given it to us yet. Uh, okay. Okay. No, that's fine. So, interesting, isn't it? How are you doing? Very well, yeah. thank you. How are you? You're beautifying yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Okay, have you been assigned from JM to everyone? Okay, do we need to say say yes? I can't hear you guys. Oh no, I can now. He's saying, have no. you been assigned? He's saying, have you been assigned? No. So just say, I'll just say yes. Hello, Olivia. Hello, Stephanie. I'm making her hair. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm just okay, there. Hello, Ayola. That's good. Let's go. Let's go. Guys, are you going to come here? You can, are you going to sit here and here? No. Okay. We have the children here. They don't want to actually come in the picture. They're here. <laughs> it's okay. They're like, no, no, no. We're listening. Mm. Hello, Darcy. How are you? I like your hair. Uh, it's nice. I like your hair. It's pretty. Very pretty. Mm, looks nice. <laughs> Bonjour. Okay, so I'll I'll send a message to see whether we've got to. Okay. I think Olu's probably trying to get around to everyone. Oh, okay. So he's he's Olu's going to be coming in. So okay. Olu said it is. From Mark said Olu's going to be coming in. So hopefully he'll be coming in soon. Vivian's okay. running away. Why are you running away? So who's going to take notes then? And feedback. Coordinator can take notes and feedback. <laughs> you are in that role already, so please, I will give that role to you, huh? <laughs> Coordinator, coordinator's coordinator. <laughs> 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 hmm. Dear, I shall do so, ma'am. <laughs> So are you guys ready for the question? Mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yay. Yeah. It's to do with faith, isn't it? 
Mm. I'm sure we're going to need a lot more time than we'll probably have. Yeah, but I'm thinking, you know, sometimes when you share and then the rest of the week, you're like, your faith is tested. Challenged, yeah. I pray, Lord, that is not pleading <laughs> the blood of Jesus over everyone. You know? so the question for you guys hey this is a powerful room the question mm-hmm. for you guys is this is f- having faith enough to save us is having faith enough to save us okay so i want you to discuss <laughs> got roughly 13 minutes left okay discuss that question and also um share some of your faith stories choose one person to feedback okay see you later thank you thank you it's having it's having faith enough to save us what do you think olivier I would say, I would say probably yes. I think so because the Bible said that whoever is believing Christ shall be saved. So if we mix faith and belief in that sense, so if you believe in Christ and you have faith in Him, then He's your Savior. Then definitely you'll be stable. But then that that statement needs to be followed by your actions as well. So it's not enough then. Yeah, but it's not enough because it's not it's, because some people they and I think it's deep because some people have they have the level of faith. So for them maybe by believing that but, uh, Jesus Christ is the savior, our savior, so they they be saved. But you have to show that you have to show his his love. You have to to express it because we need to to be like him. We need to look like him. We need to behave like him. So I don't think. Thank you. Okay. All right. <laughs> Wonderful. Aya. I would say it's meant to be enough. It's meant to be enough. Yeah, but for me, it's not enough. Yeah, because um, the Bible says we would face trials and tribulations. It doesn't. Um, the Bible doesn't say it's gonna be smooth journey. But one thing I've always had in mind is um. Sometimes when you have too much faith, that's when you have as much tribulation. And I, I, I don't think it should be like that because, I mean, in my little life, I've been through so many things. And um, even though I was born in a Muslim home and um, I converted to a Christian when I was in university back home, and um, since I converted, I've been, as a, it's been a very, very rough road for me. Things I converted, and um, even though when I got to this country and um, mm. I got pregnant, well, my faith was strong. It was even more stronger than when I converted, and um, 
the tribulation was just, it was too much for me to bear then, and um, I almost, outside backsliding because um, of my weight, because I didn't believe I should have anything because my faith wasn't saving me in a way, so why should I keep believing in him? Okay, so you think that faith is not enough. It's meant to be enough, but it's not enough. Okay. okay. Lynette? Yeah. Um, I don't think having faith is enough because the Bible tells us that faith without works is dead. So you, one person has faith. You, you, you need um, the action to go with it because it's not only that you believe, but you need to show action to go with it. So faith alone doesn't work on its own. It needs, um, what's that word? It needs a catalyst for it to work together. It needs something else to accompany it for it to work together. So for me, I'm going by that scripture and I'm trying to find out where look to see where faith that works is dead. So if say, for example, as the Bible said that you see somebody that they don't have food and you say, oh, you know, I pray for you, and blah, blah, blah. How's that going to help them? <laughs> you know, you need action to go with it. Um, you know, or it's like if you're believing that you, you're believing that you will get a job, but yet still you're not looking for work. You need to, you need to do your part. Yes, you believe, but you need to show the action to go with it for it to work together. Um, so I'm going by the scriptures saying it's not enough because faith without works is dead. Okay. Um, I think the question is, is having faith enough to save us? Um, to save us, okay. Yeah. I think, I think faith, having faith, I, I, the first thing that I thought is, it depends on what you have faith in. <laughs> um, so if you have faith in Jesus... He says, I am the way, the truth, and the light. Um, those who come, if we come through, those who come through the Father must come through me. You know, mm. so the thing is, if we believe in Jesus, then I think faith, faith in him is enough to save us. But I mm. think the thing is, if we are saying, if we took away the, to save us, and if it's faith enough, then we just say, no, it's not enough because mm. we need to be able to express that faith in order for, it, for, for the expression of Jesus, to be, for Jesus to be expressed through us. Mm. But if mm. I, is faith enough to save us? Yeah, faith in Jesus is enough to save us because the Bible does say that if we have faith in Jesus, we will be saved because that's what, we, that's what the Bible says. It says that all we need to do is believe in him in the name of Jesus and we shall be saved. That's what the Bible says. Um, but if, it's, if we're talking about now about the expression of our faith, I think that's a different thing. Mm -hmm. that, that's what I think. So, um, so can I just add something? Even with salvation, we do need action because some people can say, "Yeah, I believe, I believe," but your action is when you give your heart to the Lord. So they could say, "Yeah, I believe, I believe," but something's holding them back from actually going and giving their heart to the Lord, you know? So even with that, um, um, the believe, believing in your heart is the first step, but I also think that you also need to activate it with action. Um, 
because actually, it's actually being saved, going forward and saying, Lord, you know, I believe I'm giving my heart to you. Um, and then you are, because there are many people that believe, but they're not actually following Jesus. They're doing their own thing. So to an extent, I do feel as well that even with that one, we still need to show action in order for us to be saved. Well, properly saved anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. I, I, I think the thing is, if we're going by the word, the word of God, um, what is faith? You know, faith is belief and trust in yeah. something. So if mm. we're believing in Jesus and we're trusting mm. in him, we will follow him. Mm. If you don't trust in something, yeah. you won't follow it. You won't actually even go there. So I think no. if we're actually doing what faith, what faith actually says it is, mm. then we will actually be believing and trusting and we will be following and we'll be doing. So I think mm, yeah. when it comes to it, it's just, I, I truly believe that if we're just doing what the word says, then mm. if we, we, we will be saved. But the thing is, what we tend to do is we say, we, we kind of conjure up what we think faith is. That's what yeah. I think anyway. So we think faith is maybe going to church and maybe just saying that we believe, but not actually mm. doing. But the Bible yeah. is clear that it says, if we, if we actually confess with our mouth, that mm. Jesus is Lord, we will be saved. And we believe mm. that this in our hearts, mm. we will be saved. So I, be yeah. I, I think if we have that and we do what we follow that, yeah, we follow that then, but yeah. I think what we do is we kind of follow what we think faith is. Do you see what I mean? But yeah. faith is belief and trust. If you believe in something and you trust in it, you will follow it. You will do what that what exactly what you, what you're meant to do in that sense you will trust in it so if if i say i trust you i trust my husband i will follow him you know but mm -hmm. if, I, if, if i'm just saying it in my heart but i'm not believing it and i'm just saying yeah. it with my mouth that's what he said many people say things with their mouth but in their heart it's another yeah. thing that's what he says but i think if you truly have faith so you believe and you trust then you will be saved. I, I truly believe that what he says in yeah. the word, we will be saved. So that's what I believe. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with that. Yeah, because it's the interpretations that cause us not to actually believe fully. But if we're following what the word is saying, mm. then yes, it is to Jesus when it comes to salvation. You're 100% right. Mm. Yeah, Jesus, I that. So faith stories, testimonies. <sighs> Who wants to go first? So, what was that, Mars? I was distracted here. What was that? Faith, faith stories. Who would like to share testimonies of their oh, faith? Um, I'm trying to think. Um, my, my, my one that comes to my mind is is, is a very simple one. Um, when Eden was, Eden must have been about two and I was potty training her and I, yeah, I was potty training her and um, the, I think she'd been potty training for a couple of days or so and I was going out to the shops and we're going to be out for a while and I, and I just believed in my heart, you know what, don't put any 
diapers, nothing on her, just go out like that. And I remember speaking to my mum that morning and she said, Billy, are you sure? What if she wets herself? And I was like, you know what? It's fine. I, I just felt such a sense of peace and I really believe that, you know, it is fine. And I didn't. And I'm so glad that I just listened to what the spirit was saying to me because I believed in my heart. You know what? This is what um, is going to happen. She's not going to wet herself. Everything's going to be fine. And I went out, we out for a good few hours. And when she needed it, she told me, oh, I need to go to the toilet. So that's my, like I said, it's a very simple faith story there. I, I believe that she wouldn't wet herself, and she didn't. Excellent. Excellent. Olivier, do you have one? Um, yes, yeah, certainly. I just need to... Yeah... No, I'm trying to think. Is it just like an example you actually apply faith and then So where 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 you believe that yeah, faith was your faith was um was used. So so you utilized your faith, you believed, you trusted God and he came through. So you had faith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was one one example I had that was like um probably in 2017 or 18, I think I was actually changing uh, changing the job, I believe. Then um, I think, um don't remember what actually happened, but I was changing the job anyway. And the fact I was going to change job, I think I, was, I wasn't going to get paid enough or something like that. And then I was actually praying and the little money we had, we still used that money to pay, to pay the tithe, I believe. Because we felt like we have to pay the tithe, whatever was happening, we have to pay the tithe, and we believe that God will provide anyway. And when I left the job, I think I, I thought I was going to get paid probably like hundred pounds or something like that. And then when I left the job and they paid me, they actually paid me something about eight or seven hundred, and we didn't actually know what was that money for because there's no way I was meant to get that money because it didn't actually. Um, well, wasn't actually related to anything so I would try to find exactly what that pen was made but I couldn't even tell her anything about it and that was it so we know that was a open the door for us to be able to to pay whatever we had to pay excellent excellent I am no 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 faith stories. No. So nothing when God has come through where you've seen God's hand, not yours or not somebody else's, but when you know that it was God, not not anything else. Oh, um, I would say during the COVID period. You're in, sorry? During the COVID period, and then during the pandemic. Yeah. Because um, then I was thinking, because um, my daughter was shielding. So, um, and so the government gave us um, a priority um, access to um, treatment, but we couldn't get any um, slots to get um, shopping in, and um, we ran out of clothes. So, um, I would say it was God that um, made um, Lilith came true for us. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, we weren't going to stop, so, but I just don't know which way it would come through, so. Mm. Excellent. Excellent. Um, gosh, um, for me, uh, there's so many, um, lately, or oh, children, do you want to share anything? No, I don't know, I don't have anything. Faith story. Faith story. Um, I think it's when I, it's like, when I wanted money. Yeah, Julian, Julian said when she wanted money. Uh, what happened? So I just like, um, I wanted money so I could put towards things I wanted to do in the future, but I didn't have it. Mm -hmm. So Can I everyone hear Julian? Yeah. Yeah. So then I just decided, um, I was trying to find it in other places like quick money and it, my parents said if I continue doing that I could get myself into trouble. So then what they said is that I should just pray and have faith and then God would provide. Um, because of like other situations that we've had in a, like as a family God has provided so then I just prayed and then it took a while like it took like a few months it's not gonna happen straight away and then um, Auntie Melanie um, was looking for like a, an assistant type of job thing so then I just um, went to the interview and I got the job so from there I've been working um, as a summer job and I've earned money through there and now I have the money to do what I want with it. You've got three minutes to share what you're going to spend your money on. That's a good one. I think, I think um, lately, I think for us, I just, for me it's, it's more so about as in terms of, of God really showing me about prayer, um, the power of prayer, um, and that when truly his word in terms of when we ask, we shall receive. So it's just, but in, in just for what we need. Um, I think in this whole COVID period, I think most people probably know that Sean Markley is self-employed. Um, I, I don't, I stopped working and having a regular job, but I'm self-employed now myself. And um, but I'm still just building things up. And uh, probably a few weeks ago, no, it was last week, um, the, the place where John Mark works, because he's employed his agency there, they, they had a security breach probably throughout the COVID period, and he wasn't actually meant to go in without having security checks, um, and they were allowing him to work from home, so it was a security breach. Um, they said that unless his, they had asked him to have a DDS check and do all these different things, Anyway, if he didn't come through, he would have lost the job. So they would have literally told him, like, he would have gone in today and then they would have told him tomorrow, there's no more work, he's the only breadwinner. So it's just, um, so, you know, it, it's just, I think I had peace about it and so did he. And, you know, we've just seen God come through so many times um, in terms of this situation, but it would have just meant literally we would have had no income, nothing. So, um, 
basically that was it. So we prayed, we left it in God's hands and, you know, he came through and everything went through, went and checked and everything. So it was really, really good. So that's it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's just, just, you know, in my, in terms of prayer journey, um, God just really showed me that it's just about really leaving things in his hands and not, and just entrusting him. And I think for me, my faith levels have grown over the years because before I found it really difficult to ask. Um, and, and as I've begun to ask and the more that I ask, he just shows me that he really provides for what we need and he's a really good father. And we can ask him for the things that we need. And he really does hear our prayers. So for me, it's more of, about faith in prayer um, in terms of, of really my prayer journey. So he just really taught me a lot in terms of that. So yeah, so that's that really. Amen, amen. Does anyone else have anything else to say or feedback before we go back into the session? As you go, 50 seconds. Okay. <laughs> I want to say something um, about uni. I wasn't sure if I would get a space, I mean, a place in university because I didn't meet, I didn't meet all the characters, all the grades they were asking for. So I asked people to pray for me. And then when the result came, I was firmly accepted, which I wasn't at all. Yeah. So I had my, 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 my place firmly. So I just want to thank God for that because I wasn't expecting anything at all. Amen. Excellent. Excellent. Amen. Love that. Love it. Amen. Excellent. Wonderful. Power of prayer. Amen. <laughs> Power of prayer. Yeah, great stuff. Brilliant. So, guys, you've come back into the room. Um, you've all been muted as you've come back. Um, so what I'd like to do is literally give two minutes to the individuals who have been chosen to share um, from their groups, okay? So if their cameras could remain on, I mean, you, you can keep your cameras on, it's totally up to you. But if you, um, so whoever's, um, I'm going to go from group five to group one, okay? So group five, your question was, is faith really a journey or just a state of being? So whoever the spokesperson for that group is, if they don't mind sharing what they felt and what they thought in their group that would be fantastic cool that's me hey. um we said that faith is a journey and we started off saying that i started off with my own personal testimony and before i came to faith i always questioned how can someone be saved you know almost like a, i was almost like a nicodemus i was questioning how can someone be born again if they're already old and then you go through that process of learning that you can be saved and you come to that realization that, you know, you grasp faith, you grasp God and you can be saved and you can be renewed and you can be restored, you know. And we, I think one, someone said that faith is like having a muscle and the more you exercise it, the more you use it, the stronger it becomes. And someone else shared that you go through the process of making mistakes where you feel like, you know what? I have this small amount of faith and it's being tested and then you go on to face greater challenges and 
the challenges that you previously struggled with, you find that they're not really struggles anymore because you saw how God brought you through and that just by you exercising your faith, um, you're able to stand now. And we said that challenges are like the training ground for your faith. And that led me, that led me to um, James 1, 2 to 4, that we should consider it pure joy, yeah. uh, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because, you know, the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Yeah. You know, we yeah. should let perseverance finish its work, that we may become mature and complete. So we basically said that faith is this journey where you continue to grow, continue to learn and the mistakes that um you once struggled with you don't struggle with anymore amen fantastic yeah um definitely uh, obviously we can't have a, a big discussion today um but yes definitely in the context of what i've been sharing over um the last few sessions and what pastor mecca what what um uh, jean marc and pastor joe have been sharing you know, one of the things, and I suppose I'm trying to consolidate today um, my teaching and the things that I've been, um, faith is a continuum. It's a journey. It's, it's something that we have to continue with. And um, in Galatians 5, 6, it says this, For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision has value. Now, when they talked about circumcision and uncircumcision, the Jews were circumcised. And that for them was their identification in terms of who they were according to God's law. And what Christ came to do was uphold the law, not change it, not destroy it, but uphold it. But because of Christ, Jew and Gentile could come into faith. So it doesn't matter. It's not a state of being. Everybody has faith. Everybody can have faith. But the essence of it is the only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. And love has to be a continuum. It has to continue. And just like you said, it, it, it's a, a journey. It's a learning experience. It's an experience um, after another experience, after another experience, and it builds on itself. So thank you very much, um, group five. If I could go to group four, That'll be fantastic. The spokesperson for group four. Ryan, if you don't mind muting yourself, that'll be fantastic. Thanks, mate. Well, for group four, the question you gave us, even though you didn't raise the question, was, uh, <laughs> was for, was if, um, if, if we find ourselves an instance where work, our own work or our own influence has overtaken the faith that we should be having in God. That's just me paraphrasing. Your question was, when standing in faith, why are we compelled or tempted to add our own works? Yeah. Okay. So in, in, in that sense, there were some very, very beautiful testimony coming right through from, from those of us within the break room. And I must say before I start to share quickly, it's nice to put a face to Sandy's um, name. She was part of the group as well. And like her and everybody else, we, have, we had a common theme coming right through. That as you, as you journey in your, in your walk with God and you're waiting in the place of faith, you find out that there will come an instance where um, just by dint of the fact of the human flesh, we find ourselves 
wanting to influence and, and, um, and make things work rather than us waiting for God's breakthrough and, and his answers to come right through. And it's just, it's just a human inside of us where we find ourselves fighting against principalities and powers. And that's just an enemy looking to also punch you from left, right and center as well. Yeah. And some very great um, testimonies coming right through. I mean, you find yourselves where at, at some points where rather than you waiting on God and you're trying to influence things by yourself, you suddenly hit that brick wall. Yeah. And you now realize that the moment you take your hands off the teal and allow God's influence to come right through, that's when you start to see that breakthrough as well. So it, it's a common theme and a common feature in and amongst all those within the group, yeah. you know, recognizing the fact that at certain points while you're waiting on God, impatience will come to meddling. Um, some of us have some characteristics or some, some behavioral instincts where we want to make things happen ourselves. And you find out that oftentimes you always hit the brick wall and there will be frustration setting in at that point in time. But the moment you find yourself realigning yourself to allowing God to come right through and to wait in that place where you're having faith in God and then you start to renew your strength and eventually God's work will come right through. His breakthrough is always there. Yeah. But we want to always say to God, this is the timelines we're giving you, but it doesn't work like that. We just have to allow God to come right through when he wants us to do it. Because again, when, we are, when we're exercising our faith, we're building our character. God is taking us through a different challenge. And by the time we come right through on the other side, we have a lot that we can share on to somebody else that is also going to be a blessing to somebody else that is going through that same situation as well. So Thank it was you. a very helpful situation. stop you there because of time, okay? But um, fantastic. Joseph was a, a really great example of this. Joseph, at many points through his journey, could have, could have helped himself. You know, in the world today, um, very often, you know, when you talk about big corporations, to be honest, it's a bit of a faux pas, but historically, people sometimes, you know, you've heard that phrase, sleeping your way to the top. He had an opportunity um, with, with um, um, was it Pot um, Potiphar's wife, to actually get into her favour, which will be to his advantage, you know, but he trusted in the, the, the prophetic words of God, and he didn't need to add anything in. You know, at the points his brother sold him, he was probably smart enough to talk himself out of being sold. He could have run to his dad and, and really talked to him about how his brothers hated him. You know, he was rebuked many times. He could have actually said, well, you know what? I'm not going to share these prophetic dreams that God has given me because I know that they're just going to, you know, how can I tell my dad that he's going to bow down before me? You know, I know if I said to my dad that when I was young, I'll probably get a slap on the head. Why are you chatting about? You know, but Joseph was constant in what he knew God was going to do in his life. And he worked through every adversity that came up, not adding what he felt he needed to do, even when it meant he needed to be in prison for long periods of time in order for God to fulfill it. Whether he knew that that was going to happen or not, he stood on faith and he, he continued that journey. Okay. I want to go quickly to group three. Um, who's the spokesperson for group three? What was the question? So, oh, sorry. Group three's question was, 
does pride interfere with faith? I think that was Mecca's group. Does pride interfere with faith? Ivan and Mecca. Were in that. Is that our one? Yeah. Yeah. With Mecca and um, yeah. Okay, I'm the spokes lady for this. Hey, brilliant. So <laughs> Hi, everybody. Um, yeah, I think um, pride does interfere or can interfere with faith. Um, for example, I was saying to the guys that I'll use myself as an example. Um, if I was to have put my pride before faith in God, I wouldn't be here. Because I, you know, as you know, I had an operation. I didn't want to be disformed, disfigured. Who would? Yeah. But without that, I knew I would, I would be alive. Because I had faith in Jesus. I had faith that he would save me. Amen. So I truly do believe, you know, there are loads of other examples, aren't there? Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, um, being bullied at school. Yeah. Not just me, but loads of thousands and thousands of children. Um, people calling them ugly and skinny and fat. And, you know, and so they do stupid things and put their pride before their faith. You know, if they could put their faith in more, then they will become out a better person, stronger person, more yeah. intelligent, you know. And so, yeah, that's that's what I think. Fantastic! Thank you very much, Sam, for sharing that. And actually, um, when I when I looked at this question, um, I mean, there's lots of examples. I know there's examples from myself, um, but I, mm. I went to Naaman. Naaman was a man in the Bible. He was a massive general. Um, in the Bible, and um, the prophet, um, the prophet Elisha asked him to dip himself in the river seven times, and he almost missed his blessing. He almost missed his healing because of his pride. And it took one of his junior soldiers to tell him, "Look, <coughs> if the man of God had told you to, you know, to to go and slay ten dragons, do some impossible journey, you would have done that." You know. Why not just dip yourself in the river seven times and receive the healing of God? Sometimes we put on ourselves unnecessary burdens that the Lord doesn't yeah. want us to put. And it complicates the blessings um, and, and the faith journey. Sometimes it can make it longer in the context of what God and how God wants to do. It changes the pathways of what God wants to see in our lives. But when mm. we walk in faith according to what God does we see and we receive what God has put before us Joseph went to the end and because of that and because of what God had promised Abraham through Jacob Joseph was able to allow the children of Israel to become a great nation because he saved them in the famine but he needed to be the, 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 the next in line to Pharaoh in order for that to happen. Sam, thank you very much. I'm going to move quickly because of time Welcome. to group two. Um, and group two's question was, is faith enough to save us? Is faith enough to save us? Thanks, Mars. That was us. Um, 
we had we had mixed um, feedback here. Um, some people said that it wasn't enough, and because we also had to have works as well, uh, because some people believe, but they don't. They say they believe, but they it doesn't actually come through in the things that they do. Um, so, and some people said it's meant to be enough, but sometimes in situations for them it's not been enough, and because they face various trials, um, and they've it's it's just not been enough. Um, so it's meant to be enough, but not enough. Um, and I said it depends on who you believe in. And I think the thing is, in the Bible, it says that, you know, um, in different parts of the Bible, it says that we, I won't actually, I won't actually do it myself, but I'll just pick up. It says that, you know, if we, it says that if you confess with your mouth that the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Amen. So this is why I said, if you believe, if you truly believe, and it, the thing is, sometimes what I said is that we take the definition of faith and we kind of skew it. So we, we put faith to what we think faith is, but faith is belief and trust. Yeah. So if we believe in Jesus and we trust in him, then we will be saved. Um, and I don't think we have to really add anything to it to be able to, to be saved. I think it then goes on from there. Um, and we had different, different um, feedback in terms of, of faith journeys, different things that we've actually really had faith in God, in Jesus, um, in doing. And he's, he's come through many, many times for many of us. So, so that was that, really. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you so much, Marcia. Sorry to hurry you. I know time is against us. But yes, having faith is not enough. It's about it's 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 not about whether you believe or, or 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 not believe, and I think we talked about that earlier. It's actually, you know what? It's put it like this: I have belief that Liverpool will win the title again for a second time, but no matter how much I believe, it's it might not happen. Belief is not enough. When we put it into the context of faith, there needs to be action. But then also needs to be an understanding of what you're believing in. So when it comes to faith, it's saving faith in Jesus Christ that matters. And that's what saves. And Marcia summed it up so well. That actually having faith is one thing. Doing works according to what Christ has ordered us to do is another. But if we have faith in Jesus, who is the author and finisher of our faith, then that is what saves us. Believing in Jesus Christ, not believing in a football team, not believing in some entity in the sky. We know that in Jesus Christ, our faith is made whole. When we look at the woman with the issue of blood, no one else, the scripture says, no one else could heal her. And she saw Jesus. She believed he could heal her, but she went one step further. She pushed through the crowd and she touched him. She understood the essence of what it was that would give her restoration. And that was Jesus Christ. I'm going to move on to group one because time has really gone. Please forgive me, guys. Okay. Group one's question was this. Why can faith in God sometimes be hard? Who was the spokesperson for group one? Was anybody there? Okay. 
Was anybody in group one? Okay. Because of time, what I'm going to do is um, um, think. So the question was, where, why can faith in God sometimes be hard? And what I said was this, you know, when, when Joseph went through everything that he went through, he had to go from obstacle from initially wanting to be murdered to then being sold to then becoming and moving into a, pl a plane of greatness then being reduced back into prison the reason why it's hard and everybody in every group has actually um, um, put their stamp on it is this the journey of a struggle and the journey of strife enables our faith to grow i think ryan said this that faith is like a muscle that continuum you know when we work out when we go to the gym we are actually straining and stressing the muscles pulling them apart in order for them to grow they they almost tear and then they repair and then that repairing they get stronger and faith is like that in order for joseph to go through what he needed to go through god allowed these things to happen to build him up but what it is in those contexts is there's always a victory whether it's small or great there's always steps of victory in our faith journey god wants to see us achieve his thing for us is enabling us and allowing us to become confident in who he is one of the um stories that um i connected with this was um the guy whose son um, had unclean spirits and Jesus healed him. And the guy said this, um, when Jesus says, do you believe? He, and he said to Jesus, if you are willing or if you are, let me just find it. Um, Jesus said to him, if you can, all things are possible for him who believes. And, you know, the guy actually asked Jesus um, then, he said, um, where did he say it? He, uh, he said something like this to Jesus. If you, if you are willing and if you are, are able, if you can, and Jesus said, if you can believe, you know, God wants us to be sure and confident in him in order for us to achieve and to receive what it is that he has for us to win in faith okay um because of time um i'm, I'm gonna stop there but I, I hope this exercise has kind of encouraged you um you know our faith journey is a continuum we we have to continue to move and exercise and walk in faith through love in the understanding that it's jesus christ who saves us and allows us in faith to move forward in our journey um, I, I compel you to read the story of Joseph with the whole faith aspects in mind. It, it really opens your eyes. Yeah.